what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode nine of the Fantasy Formula, brought to you by TheMesh.TV. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Chad East, and on my right, I've got my man, Ad Rock. What's up, Ladies and gentlemen, it is a special day here at the Fantasy Formula, and I'll tell you the reason why. Sitting right here in front of me, staring into my eyes, is the one, the only, Lawrence Thompson, owner of three fantasy football teams and proud commissioner of the Hickory. Davey drives a Hummer League. LT, I'm so glad to have you here today. LT, what's up, buddy? Guys, thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. You guys, I can tell how much fun you have on the uh, podcast, and it's even more fun to be here sitting with y'all. I'm 6-1 and one with my brother's team. Whoa. Impressive. And 4-4 four and four and 4-4, four and four, and that's no losing team. That is like pretty yourself, impressive. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at I'm all. Team. I'm leading the league in points in one, in one league, and I'm horrible in the other league, but I've been lucky, so it's, it's not going well. It, it's, it's really an honor to be here with you guys. Uh, I really feel like you are changing the fantasy podcast world. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> the, the, way, the way you blend – Game lines with fantasy knowledge is re- is literally revolutionary yes. and impressive. Um, and I love the fact that you guys always disagree. It's comedy. You're like the odd couple of fantasy football. It's wonderful. I love, to dis- I love to disagree with Chad, that's for sure. Thank you, LT. That was very kind. And I know you w- weren't bragging about your fantasy football teams uh, earlier, but you know you will collapse and not make the playoffs in all three leagues. That's so, Ad Rock, just quickly to review last week, 2-1 and one here for Return of the Cheddar. First place in one division, middle of the road in the other division. Of, unfortunately, last place in the Davy Drives a Hummer Hickory League, which LT is the proud commissioner of. Ad Rock, how'd you do? I ran into a buzzsaw this week. Um, my man, Mr. Whitfield, 168 points, if I'm not mistaken. Ray Rice, Steven Jackson. I took it to the grill this week, y'all. I put up 100, I think I put up 113, 115, um, and just got beat like a drum. Hurt. Sorry, really buddy. Maybe next week will be your week. Um, and before we start the fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football, the reason Mr. LT is here with us today is we have a very, very special episode, which yes, we'll we bring do. to you yes, here at do. the end of the program. We are going to review, or actually we're going to hand out our awards for our mid-season da-da, awards da-da. for the best fantasy football performances and a couple other little uh, tidbits of fun that we're going to have a little later. So with that being said, Addison, let's roll into the fantasy 45. Game one, here we go. Atlanta goes to Indy. Last week, you heard it here. I really thought Indy would put up a better fight against Almost. the Titans. They laid another egg. They're 0-8, still in the Bagel. Andrew Luck sweepstakes. Curtis Painter, your man, went for 26 for 40, 49, 250, no touchdowns. Dallas Clark, the number one rece- uh, receiver on the Colts last week with 77 yards. And Addison, this is a trip. Curtis Painter was also your leading rusher with seven carries for 79 yards. How bad When your quarterback is your leading rusher and his name is not Michael Vick, you know you're in for some trouble. Uh, They will be traveling, or actually Atlanta will be traveling to Indy last week. Atlanta, I believe, coming off the bye. Is that right, Adam? That is correct. That is correct. So, Ad-Rock, hit me up. Atlanta goes to Indy. What you like? Look, that is an unlucky horseshoe on their helmet. Uh, ATL is going to roll big on this game. They got turf. Matt Ryan, they come off the bye week. Michael Turner is uh, Michael Turner is going to bowl his way in the end zone against that defense. 
They're going to put some resistance up, but there's going to be some lot of fantasy points. I think Roddy White's finally got his butt off his shoulders. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to put up three bills, probably two touches, um, another dime from um, from uh, Michael Turner, Atlanta, big in this game. Bingo. I like that too as well, Addison. Atlanta plays well on uh, indoor surfaces. Matt Ryan, even they're on the road playing indoors at Indy. They get it done. Atlanta lays the eight and a half at Indy to get the job done. On to the next one. We're rolling to New Orleans where the Saints will host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last week, the Saints coming off the surprising defeat to the lowly, lowly St. Louis Rams. Last week, Drew Brees didn't have his normal Drew Brees kind Worst of day. Worst game of the year. Good Lord. 269 with two picks and a fumble for Mr. Brees. Not too good, Drew. No. I'm sure he'll get back, on the, get back on the horse this week against Tampa Bay. Uh, Pierre Thomas replacing an injured Mark Ingram. On the ground for the Saints, 23 yards and a touchdown. Lance Moore, nice game for Lance as a flex player. Seven receptions, 74 yards and a touchdown. Hosting Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay on the bye last week. Adrock, give it to me. I think you summed it up. I don't see New Orleans coming with back-to-back horrible weeks like that. They're just too good of a team. Their offensive weapons are too many to name. I'm liking uh, Pierre Thomas at the front back. He's one of the hardest runners in the league. Um I don't see Drew Brees, Drew Brees, the competitor he is, going back-to-back weeks like that. I think he gets on back on track with Colston. Uh, Meacham still could have a good game. I like Lance Moore. Lance Moore hadn't done much all year. I like getting, I like see him, like seeing him get the ball to him. Uh, but I like Pierre Thomas in the backfield. He's a hardest runner, and I think he'll just pound the uh, Tampa Bay defense. Addison, I hate how this uh, fantasy formula is starting out because that's two for two with me agreeing with you. I don't like where we're heading, but I do like the Saints. Vegas got the number set at minus eight. Let's roll with the Saints in New Orleans, minus the eight. On to the next, my friend. We're going Cleveland versus the Houston Texans. The Texans got it going on. I think they won three in a row. Last week defeated the Jaguars 24-14. to Matt Schaub through the air, 225 and a touch. Arian Foster, 33 carries, 112 on the ground and a touchdown. The dude started off slow with the injury. He is just kicking into full gear right now. I love what Arian Foster is doing. With Andre Johnson on the bench with the injury, Kevin Walter, five receptions, 70 yards. Little tidbit of info. Andre Johnson practice. They're saying he's about 80 to 85%. Let's look to see if he, he's going to make the trip uh, to play against the Cleveland Browns. Last week, Cleveland Browns suffered the 2010 defeat to the 49ers. McCoy, 241 and a touch. Benjamin Watson, three receptions and 64 yards. And the biggest bit of info here, and LT, maybe you can help us out a little bit here. Montario Hardesty, out with the injury to his calf, could be out for the year. Hillis. Walked off out of practice today with the trainer. Who's left, LT? Ogabonaya. Exactly. Well, well, well. You pronounced it, let's not say, me. Say, slow, please. I don't speak. I don't, that was not English. Say it one more time. Let me hand this over to uh, our pronunciation <laughs> expert. Addison. Love it. Take a hack. Love it. Ogabonaya. So Ogabonaya. Okay, I'm not. I, I've never heard of this guy. I have no idea What's who he is. What's the first letter of the first name? What's the first letter? What does it be? I'm just going to give initials on that one. Chris. Let's call him Chris. <laughs> let's call him Chris. There you go. Even better. Chris. There we go. Yeah, what you think there, LT? Uh, Cleveland travels to Houston. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he, he had 11 carries for 37 yards. He's doing about three uh, three yards a carry. We just don't know, Chad. I mean, it's hard to say, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect much there. Yeah. I'm with you, Ad. I mean, uh, LT, I think Cleveland, as we've said it many times here, Ad Rock, when you're playing Cleveland, whatever the total that Vegas has set, you're um, going to go under the total. Vegas got it set at 41. This is your double parlay special of the day. Under 41, Houston minus the 10 at home. On to the next one. 
possibly one of the matchups of the week. We're going New York Jets travel to the surprising Buffalo Bills. I can't. This is everybody. This excited. is my game right here. Absolutely, everybody excited about this game. Both teams, but no, actually, last week the Bills did play. They played the Redskins and shut them out up in uh, Canada, I believe it. No, where were they? Yeah, Canada, Canada. Toronto. That's right. The Bills, 23 to nothing over the Skins. Undefeated at home. Undefeated at home. Unbelievable. 5-2 and two record. Leading the, or tied for the lead in the division. Um, we had Fitzpatrick, 21 for 27, 262 and two touchdowns. Very, very solid. Fred Jackson continues to get it done through the ground and through the air. 120 on the ground, 74 through the air. A potential MVP candidate. He's looking great for the Buffalo Bills. They will host the New York Jets. The Jets coming off the bye last week. Addison, one of the games of the week. Give it to me. I'm liking Fitzpatrick's game. I don't think the the Jets are going to have an answer for the Buffalo defense. I think the Buffalo defense is going to come big in this game. Uh, I think they're going to frustrate Sanchez. Uh, I like the, the scheme that Chan Gailey's been throwing around up there. It's, I'm liking Buffalo in this game. I do not think New, New York's going to have an answer for them. I'm seeing Fitzpatrick have a good game. Uh, I like Stevie Johnson. Um, and uh, Scott Chan, a big white boy, big big white tight end, two touchdowns. Last yes, time. you know what? He he's sporadic, but you know what? I see him getting it back behind the backers of the 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 New York Jets. I'm liking Buffalo in this game. Addison, the hell's wrong with this? I three agree. in a row. <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Vegas got the number set as a favorite. Buffalo Bills are a point and a half favorite against the beginning of the year I Super Bowl. Bl- I can't believe the New that York Buffalo Jets is a favorite. I can't either, but you know what? I'm going to ride this Bill train. Let's go <laughs> Buffalo Bills minus the one and, one, uh, one and a half to get it done against the New York Jets. Here we go, Addison. We're not slowing down. We're going Miami, traveling to KC. Miami, I thought they were going to get the job done last week, get off the schneid with their first victory, had the Giants down 17-3, to let the Giants and Eli Manning come back. Come back. God, that was beautiful. I watched Eli lead that team back. It was beautiful. Eli, beautiful. That, that was a great game by Eli. Miami last week, Matt Moore, 13 for 22, 138. Not too good for the Dolphins quarterback there. Reggie Bush picking up the slack with Daniel Thomas being hurt last week. 15 carries for a buck 03. Brandon Marshall through the air, four receptions and 55 yards. Playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, Addison, who we picked the upset winner yes, of the week. Yes, we did. We did pick them to for the upset win against the San Diego Chargers, and boy, did they get it done, and they got it done in overtime. By who? Who did it? It was Ryan Suckup, Hicker the boy. native kicker. H-Town, baby. Well done, Ryan. Let's give it up for him real quick. Good job, buddy. Um, through the air, Castle, 19 for 32, 261, and a touchdown. Nothing spectacular for Matt Castle. Typically about 225 to 250 is what he's going to give you in a touchdown. Jackie Battle on the ground, 19 for 70. And we've had – it wasn't Dwayne Bowe this week through the air. It was Jonathan Baldwin. I'm sure he's on your waiver wire, guys. If you're looking for a buy replacement, Jonathan Baldwin, five receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown. Ad-Rock, Miami, KC. KC all the way, man. Uh, Dwayne Bowe is going to get back on track tweet. He's going to have a huge game against the Miami secondary. Um Rushing game against uh, rushing game for KC is a little sporadic. I mean, you know what? Actually, I was kind of surprised with Reggie Bush. I know everybody's like Reggie Bush, you know, basically sucks. But look, he ran the ball good. KC doesn't have the best defense in the world. He may get you seventy-five to hundred yards. I'm seeing that. He actually ran, had a long run. I think for 48, 50 yards somewhere in that. He had a long run. I like Reggie Bush fantasy points in this game. I like KC to take the win. But I'm seeing some fantasy points out of Reggie Bush this week. Thank you, Addison. Finally, oh, things getting back to normal because I'm going against you here, and I'll tell you why. 
Okay, Kansas City coming off the huge, huge win Monday Night Football. They um, experienced the highs, the lows, the excitement of. How winning. can you pick Miami? How? I'll tell you because they are still fighting for this coach. They God. have they have been in every ball game minus one, minus the Jets game. The Dolphins have scratched and clawed. They just have not. We've gotten that victory yet. I'm not saying they win outright against Kansas City, but Vegas has got them as a five-and-a-half-point dog. I like them he to lose our, LT, about th- by three. Let's go. Miami plus the five-and-a-half. Here we roll to the next one, Ad-Rock. Here we go. Are you ready? The Seattle Seahawks versus the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Last week, I thought Seattle – would have a chance against your Cincinnati Bengals. They were playing at home. I mentioned to you they always play very, very well at home, and I didn't think Cincinnati could score. Boy, was I mistaken. The Seahawks did absolutely nothing offensively. And how about the how about the number one defense in the NFL last week? Woo! Really? You had uh, full the Seattle Seahawks in a – they were trying to come back. So, Tavares Jackson threw for 323 yards. Very impressive, but he also had two picks. Leon Washington, two carries for 34 yards. There's really not much to talk about Seattle's offense, so we're going to move right ahead. They played against the Dallas Cowboys, who were stifled against the Eagles' D last week. Uh, Tony Romo, 18 for 35 for 203 and a touchdown. I know Romo owners are expecting more out of him. Uh, uh, Murray on the ground, the rookie, 8 for 74. And Laurent Robinson, 5 for a buck 03 and a touchdown. Addison, can Dallas redeem themselves against the lowly, lowly Seahawks? Yeah, since they're at home this week, I think the, I think the boys, I hate saying that Dallas is ever going to win, but I guess they're going to. I don't like what's going to Seattle. Maybe we'll see us. <laughs> Maybe we'll see a clipboard Jesus siding. They'll pull Whitehurst <laughs> off the bench. I don't know. But, no, I mean, Romo, Romo has moments of glory, and I see one coming from this week because he hasn't done much all year. He's about 10th in every category, in every quarterback cat, uh, category there is. Dallas big. All right, I wouldn't say Dallas big. I'm saying Dallas by a touch. Uh, Ad-Rock, I'm going Seattle this way, but I'm going to have to – I kind of agree with you because Vegas got the number set at 12-and-a-half. Seattle will not win this game, but no way Dallas covers by more than two touchdowns. We're going Seattle plus the eight-and-a-half to get it done in Dallas. On to the next one. We're going Denver to Oakland. Denver to Oakland. Addison, did you get a chance to watch Tebow last week? I watched highlights. Red Zone Channel would love it just when something important happens. He got Tebowed. <laughs> he did. Tebowed Absolutely. He got Tebowed. He okay, certainly did. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, Tebow, <laughs> last week I've, I've heard some rumors. Uh, Coach Fox has given him the start next week, but there's no guarantee he'll have the start any further past this weekend. It depends on his performance this weekend. Last week, Tebow, 18 for 39, a buck 72. Marino on the ground for 69 yards. Eric Decker, one touchdown, 72 yards. Um, they're going to be playing against the Oakland Raiders, traveling to Oakland. Oakland coming off their bye. LT, you got any more Tebow info for us here? Addison actually just Tebowed right here in the studio. (laughs) You're not going to believe it. It was a little scary. (laughs) Tebowing, if y'all don't know, is sweeping the nation, okay? Yes. And during last week's game, Tebow got sacked, and I'm not sure who it was, but he came up right behind him and Tebowed. Tebow. (laughs) I saw Pretty awesome. Might be the end of Tebowing. I think the the fans got their dose. I think that's what the pressure was because they said – here was the rumor. There was actually a billboard of Tebow right outside John Fox's window. Some independent people actually paid for a billboard that says, Start Tebow, Tebow. right outside John Fox's window. So, see, finally – you know, Tebow wasn't number two. 
Last time I counted, it goes one, two, three. I didn't think it went one to three. Yeah, skip Brady Quinn. But skip Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn is a is a phenom. I mean, he. Oh, look, no, 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 no. I would say no. He's no, no. I would say I take that back. What? Wrong words. No, he's a physical specimen when it comes to run. Dude. He's a more. He's a more. But I've before let, the show, you said he was Tebow was awful. He is awful. <laughs> look, I'm not saying. But I'm saying. Look, he had, look. His records what one and one is it, John one, Beck or Tebow? Who'd you take? John Beck. John Beck. Case What's Tebow's record? Tebow records is a starter. What is I can't it? agree with that. What's John his record? A lifetime bench quarterback. He started like three games his whole career. And now starting for the mighty Washington Redskins. Tebow's, you know, he's got some promise, and, and he's. Well, no, no, but I mean, okay. Uh, whatever. No, Guys, I mean, we spent look, too much time on the Denver Oakland Tim Tebow conversation. Let's please move on. Ad Rock, who you like, Denver Oakland? I'm liking Oakland, even though uh, they may be McFadless. Uh, McFadless, that's pretty good. McFadless. Uh, I feel I'm liking Oakland this game. LT, who you like, Denver Oakland? Uh, Oakland. It's got to be Oakland. I'm it's going Oakland too. Two bits of info here, you guys. Uh, waiver or injury report. Willis McGahee, he might be able to start next week against Oakland. And as Addison mentioned earlier, McFadden probably not going to go next uh, this weekend. So Michael Bush. There's also this cat named Taiwan Jones, third running back, quick as lightning. Look for him on your waiver wire if you're in desperate need. Let's go. Oakland minus the eight. Next up, my friends, one I skipped earlier, San Fran versus Washington Redskins. San Francisco versus the Washington Redskins. All right, Ad-Rock. Last week, I think Washington laid another egg. I think they were shut out by the Bills. John Beck, who we just discussed, 20 for 33, 208, no touchdowns. Ryan Terrain, who is going to be my sleeper. You know, I got him in a bunch of different leagues thinking oh, he's, he's going to get right. the carries. No doubt he's sleeping. Eight for 14. Leading rusher. Leading rusher, eight for 14. It's horrendous. Through the air, Fred Davis. Fred Davis looks to be their only offensive weapon and, right now. You know, he looked, and, but he, I mean, he looks good. I mean, Santana Moss is still out, too. I, they, there's some issues going on in Washington. defense had nine sacks last week. Is that right? Wow. So, some problems on the offensive line for Washington. They're traveling to San Francisco. I'm sorry. They're, they're playing San Fran uh, in At Washington. Washington. Uh, San Francisco last week got the win 20-10 to 10 against the Browns. Alex Smith, 177 and a touchdown. Frank Gore continues to be a monster. 31, 134 and a touchdown. Michael Crabtree siding, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Crabtree, five receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. He might still be on some waiver wires if you need a receiver. Pick him up. Ad-Rock, give it to me. San Fran at D.C. I like what's going on San Fran. Harbaugh's got everybody buying in that system right now. Frank Gore's running like a man possessed. Like I said, Crabtree's come around. Uh, uh, Vernon, you got Vernon Davis. Um, you Braylon Edwards. I actually saw a Braylon Edwards highlight. I I'd I'd thought he dropped off the face of the planet. Um but, you know, you got uh, Hunter backing up. Um, I just like everything going on in San Francisco right now. Run, running game, passing game is going good. They're 6-1. 6-1 right now? Am I yeah, correct? they're 6-1. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. liking San Fran. Go, LT. And no one's buying into what's going on in Washington. No. Never have. <laughs> it's not looking any better. It's minor. It's it's, I it's, agree. It's, yeah, you're absolutely it's right. It's going downhill. Right. LT, John Beck or Alex Smith? Anybody but John Beck. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Whatever Dan Snyder does, you do the opposite. Completely <laughs> concur. Completely concur. All right, so with that being said, Vegas got the number set. San Fran minus three on the road, over under 37 and a half. This guy's going under the total 37 and a half. I don't think the skins score more than three. On to the next one. We're going to Addison Fox's Cincinnati Bengals. baby. Traveling Hootay. to the Tennessee Titans. Last week, Bengals get it done again, sitting at 5-2. Five five and two. And two. Andy Dalton continues to impress. 18 for 29. Nothing spectacular. 168. Two touchdowns. 
No interception. The dude it doesn't he doesn't turn the ball up. No. Very impressive. Bernard Scott stepped in, filled the role. His Cedric Benz is one uh, one game suspension. Filled the role. Didn't do much against which shed you called it since uh, Seattle's defense did shut, shut the run down a little bit. But he first game he came in, I think he had sixty four yards. Mm-hmm. If I'm mistaken. Uh, got passed out of the backfield. I tell you what, Cincinnati. Boy, I'm getting excited over here. They're looking I'm good. Getting excited. And the other exciting thing, thing thing they have to look forward to is Dalton to this guy AJ Green on the outside. God, wow, looking the good. rookie phenom, just catching touchdowns every week. Impressive game. They're traveling to the Tennessee Titans. Titans coming off the 27-10 win against the Indianapolis Colts. Hasselback through the air, 224 and a touch. Javon Ringer. This is a, something we need to take notice of. Got the same amount of carries as Chris, Chris Johnson, Johnson and, and out rushed him. He scored. He rushed yep. for 60. Chris Johnson for only like 37. So. Guys, Javon Ringer, if he's available on waiver wire, it looks like this might be a running back by committee backfield now, which is shocking, but it could be. LT, Cincinnati, Tennessee, what you think? I, I like Cincinnati. What, what's, what's Andy Dalton's nickname? Red, I don't know. The Red, red Rifle Red Rifle? Yeah, Red Rifle, I believe. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I'm sorry, I'm an emotional guy. I'm kind of, I'm getting into the Red Rifle a little bit. Yeah. I'm starting to believe. I can buy in. Addison, I know who you're going to like here. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, don't, just go and go to the next one. <laughs> you're not going to pass through. You're not going to pass by this guy because you know we're going to be on the Titans against the Bengals. <laughs> you know I'm going to be on the Titans against the Bengals. Vegas got the number set at the Titans is a three-point favorite. That's just it's, wrong. That's that kind of wrong. It's very fishy. That line smells very fishy. Hey, some, and when it smells fishy, I like the smell. You put some so money I'm on taking it? that, taking that you, number. You, how about yeah, minus up, the straight three. up, straight up, straight up. Titans, I'll take Bengals. You take it straight up. I, I don't, I don't wager. On to the next one. I don't gamble, Addison. You know this. <laughs> Gentleman's wager. St. <laughs> Louis travels to the Arizona Cardinals. Last week, Arizona Cardinals stro- actually were in the ball game against the Ravens yeah. and collapsed. They lost the game 30-27. to Kevin Cobb, 10 for 21, for 153 and a touchdown more But look, Durandis, though. I mean, he could not get rid of the ball. He wasn't stepping up the pot. He looked absolutely horrible. And, and reports out of Arizona also he's got a case of turf toe. Could be replaced by I'm ready for this. John Skelton, Skelton sighting. Yeah. At, uh, LT wow. mentioned earlier Happy for Halloween. Halloween. Bingo. I love that. <laughs> Addison, you will be happy about this. Beanie Wells, who's on two of your or one of your teams, I believe, who really in the past have not shown much heart. Wasn't supposed to play. Decided to play. Twenty-two carries, eighty-three yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, it didn't start him. It start. Oh, it killed me. It killed me. And um, you know what? He he ran good. So I guess. You know, they by CBS and EFCN, they were going to have uh, How, uh, Stevens Howling and uh, Alfonso Smith start yeah. or split the carries. And then also, here comes Benny Wells. Runs like a man child. Yeah. I mean, hurt, supposedly hurt, but Ran I home. hope it didn't set him back uh, this, for this week because I need him this week. Yeah. Arizona's uh, receiving star Fitzgerald, three for 98. They're playing against the St. Louis Rams, who, as we mentioned before, just got off the schneid, their first win against the Saints. Uh, A.J. Feely in a AJ backup role. Feely. Bradford, 20 for 37, a buck 75, and a touchdown. Now, the performance of the week, in my opinion, Steven, Steven Jackson, Jackson, 25 carries on the ground, 159 to two touchdowns, caught a couple of balls through the air, too. How do you Very tackle impressive. that man? How do you tackle that man? He's huge. He really is. And um, this was interesting. Brandon Lloyd, second game with the Rams, six receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Maybe he's getting his legs. couple up. great catches. couple yeah. of great catches. I mean, uh, he looked really, really good against them. Absolutely. But he did have one key drop. He did have one key drop. That's true. Addison, St. Louis, Arizona. Uh, I'm going. Uh, you know what? I like the Cardinals, but I'm going to go with St. Louis this game, uh, even though it's at Arizona. Wow. I think Ke- Kevin Cobb right now is a – I don't know. I don't like what's going on in uh, Arizona. I think they're, rely- they're going to be relying on the running game. They're not getting Larry Fitzgerald involved. After the men- St. Louis is going to take that momentum all the way to Phoenix right now. I mean, that they looked – St. Louis looked good last week, and I'm going to I'm, I'm take the Rams this game. 
LT, you said wow. What was do you? Do you like Arizona here? Who cares? <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm good, sorry. good, good point. You know, with this game, uh, Vegas got the number set at four and a half. Arizona is the favorite with a forty-four and a half over/under. I'm going under the total here with the turf toe of uh, Kevin Cobb. Bradford's questionable at quarterback if he's going to come back in and replace Feely. I think a lot of running the ball. Stephen Jackson and Benny Wells keeps the clock churning. Let's go under the total, 44 and a half. All right, the second great matchup of the week uh, puts the New York Giants versus the New England Patriots. Uh, two great teams, two great quarterbacks. Last week for the Giants, as we mentioned, Eli, fantastic day. 349 and two touchdowns really brought his Giants team back against the Dolphins. Ahmad Bradshaw, 13 for 50, but went out with an injury. Went out with an injury. You guys check your injury reports because Brandon Jacobs would be his backup. There's another cat. What's the other dude's name? I think his name is Ware we were talking about. Out of Georgia, I think you're right. Yeah, out of Georgia. That would be the other backup if Bright Bradshaw can't go. Victor Cruz does it again. Seven receptions, 99 yards, and a touchdown. They travel to the New England Patriots, who went up against my Pittsburgh Steelers and got that butt-handed to them. Uh, New England. Through the air, Brady, 24 for 35, 198 and two touchdowns. Not a Brady-like day. That blitz was coming into him. He was just trying to get rid of the ball. Unbelievable. Falk, Kevin Falk siding. All you Ben Jarvis Green Ellis owners, I know you're hating it right now, as Addison mentioned earlier. Kevin Falk, six carries and caught a bunch of balls out of the backfield, too. He might start getting some of uh, the lion's share he's of like the carries. He's like 37 years old. 37 years old, and he's still in the league as a yeah. running back. Very impressive. Leading receiver is the tight end, Gronkowski, seven for 94. Uh, Hernandez got big, hurt. Big, big game. Hernandez, I think, got hurt. He had an uh, ankle or toe, one of the two, if well, I'm not mistaken. Check your injury reports, guys. Ad Rock, what you got here? You know what? I'm going to go with the Patriots' game because I've seen the last few years New, uh, New York Giants just kind of blow up. They get in these big games, and you look, you know, they, the camera always pans to the coach and back to Eli and the frustrating look on the sideline. You know, I, unless, unless New York can score, I mean, this sounds kind of stupid. Of course, you score points, you're going to win. Unless New York gets up early. This is going to be the Patriots game. I mean, you're, you're trying to stop a machine that systematically puts up points in all four quarters. And I just don't see New York. There are going to be a lot. Are there going to be a lot of fancy points? Absolutely. There are fancy points all over the board here. Uh, receiving core from New York. The New York, uh, of course, you got the receiving core from New England. Brady, Eli, both uh, two of the top five passing quarterbacks in the league. I would. Uh, I'm going to like New England this game though. LT, let's get a northern perspective on this matchup. Uh, it's a great matchup. Uh, you know. I think the Patriots are going to win. Right. You know, they're a good team. The Giants are a little bit – I'm not convinced yet. But if I was a betting man, with I believe nine points. It's, the line is – it started op- – opened at nine, but it's been bet down to seven and a half currently. I think I take the Giants. At LT, we think alike. I like the Giants too. They've got healthy defensive ends, right? The dude, John Pierre Paul. And, and Justin then, Tuck. And I don't know if he's healthy, but Ozzie whatever, on the other end. <laughs> They, awesome. they can they can rush Brady and Brady knows to get he's, rid of the ball. He's not will, the same guy when say, he gets And split. I will say Brady in the last couple of weeks has had the shine taking off his penny. I agree. I'm with that. And with that being said, let's take the Giants minus or plus the seven and a half against the New England Patriots. Here we go, rolling right along. Green Bay, the other fantastic matchup of the weekend. We got Green Bay traveling to San Diego. Last week, Green Bay off the bye. San Diego coming off that tough, tough defeat to the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Phillip Rivers possibly. His worst performance as an NFL quarterback. Did you see the video clip of him on the sidelines? He was looking up at the sky and saying, this is the worst day I've ever had. He looked pathetic. <laughs> it was hard. I guess I should I do my – Where's that little whimper? Let's hear that howl. Let's hear that. Yeah. 
That's my Wolfpack. Phillip, I mean, Philip Rivers. You gotta give him credit. I mean, he is one of the fifty percent of athletes that does graduate NC State to play freshman. I mean, that's come on. You gotta give him so some credit. Funny. I think he said that last. I week. think I think he's repeating himself. I, I agree. Ot. Last week, Rivers twenty six for forty one, three sixty nine. A bunch of picks, bunch of fumbles, a bunch of. Badness. Uh, Matthews, 13 for 57 on the ground. However, Ryan Matthews went out of the game with a groin injury. Doubtful to play. Mike Tolbert owners, be happy. He's supposed to get the start. Mike Tolbert, he plays great in this backup role. I like him this week. Malcolm Floyd, five receptions for a buck 07. Big game. Green Bay, San Diego, Ad-Rock. Green Bay. Just like that. San Diego's got nothing. I mean, you're talking – Green Bay has – I would, I, I've listed them every week. I mean, you got Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, uh, Jermichael, fin, uh, Jermichael Finley, um, uh, James uh, James Jones. I mean, you, you can't. Then you got uh, uh, Starks out of the backfield as well as Ryan Grant. I, Green Bay. Green Bay's loaded, but Phillip Rivers feels oh. like he needs to redeem himself. <laughs> he feels like he needs to redeem himself. And when a Wolfpack man needs to redeem himself, by God, he will. <laughs> My God, he will. <laughs> have you heard? There's some discussion that he might have an injury that's kind of – have you heard about this? Potential sternum injury. They're yeah. trying to keep it quiet. I, not, I don't know. He's just tired of getting not coming beat. Out. The number right now, Vegas has got to set minus five and a half for Green Bay. So, San Diego playing as a dog at home, catching the five and a half. I'm all over them. Let's go Chargers. On to the next one. It's Baltimore versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is Sunday night matchup. My gosh, we've got great matchups starting from one all the way through the evening. Uh, Pittsburgh coming off the win, 25-17. Roethlisberger, 365 through the air and two touchdowns. Mendenhall, 70 through the ground. Heath Miller, he's available on your waiver wire as a tight end, guys. Seven receptions receptions for 85. Roethlisberger has been looking for this cat. Plain host to the Ravens. I don't know if you guys remember this, but at the beginning of the year, the Ravens took it to Pittsburgh Steelers opening day. This is the chance for Steelers to redeem themselves. Last week, Baltimore wins the game 30-27. Flacco, 336 through the air. Ray Rice, 18 carries, 63 yards, three short one-yard touchdown runs. Anquan Bolden, seven for 145. Addison, big matchup, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. In Cincinnati's division, what you got? I hope both of them lose. No, nah, I can't. Well, that'd be my ideal scenario because um, I'm, a, I'm a Cincinnati fan. But obviously, I, man, Pittsburgh's playing strong right now, and I mean strong. Baltimore, look, Baltimore's defense stepped up last uh, the week before last. But you know what? I'm liking Pittsburgh. Their offense is hitting on all cylinders. You got the passing game. You got the running game. Uh, even the Redmond and Mendehall and Willie Moore and Dwyer. I mean, they have some running backs coming off the off the bench that are absolutely stellar. They could be starting in almost on some other teams. Pittsburgh, and I think Pittsburgh's going to actually dominate Baltimore in this game. I like what you say, Addison. Um, I don't necessarily think they're going to dominate. This is one thing that I do think. Vegas set the number at 42. The last five years, the, the matchup between Baltimore and Pittsburgh, the number has always been 40 or less because of the prolific defenses. You know, right. Everybody thinks Pittsburgh's got a big D, Baltimore's got the, a big the D. The whole defense, that whole thing's gone. I, I, I agree. But, I but, think that's history. But Baltimore has not – I mean, besides Ray Rice, unless they get into the red zone, which Flacco has not proven he can get them there, mm-hmm. I, don't see, I don't see Baltimore putting points. I think, I think they don't have a deep threat. I mean, I, I don't see it. See, I don't that, see that's it. why where I'm disagreeing with you. Pittsburgh used to run the ball all the time. Now they like to throw. Baltimore used to run the ball all the time. Now Flacco's throwing for 300 yards. I'm going over the total, 42, Pittsburgh and Baltimore on Sunday night. 
Last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, we're going Chicago travels to Philly. And if I'm not mistaken, LT, Philly is your squad. Absolutely. And they looked all Take this one. Take this one, LT. Take it. That wide nine, did you all see that? They got this defensive end split out wide. Everyone said that it wasn't working. Well, it worked last week. I'm a big believer. My theory here is that the the, the Eagles had a new defensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. Juan Castillo. They've got a whole bunch of new players that we all know are good players. But the lockout – the lockout was a huge problem they for the Eagles. They didn't have the time to jail. Right. I mean, look, I mean, you, you had the beginning of the season, the, the Redskins were looking great, right? Now they're not. The Eagles looked awful. Now, you know, I think that really affected the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think they're coming on strong. I think the Eagles are going to win this one. I think they're going to kill them. I think they're going to they're cover the spread. LT could have been said any nicer. I completely agree. Phillies, they got they. Whatever they were lacking earlier, they got it now. You know, now. they got it now. Vic through the well, air last y'all, week. Y'all, both y'all taking Philly? I'm thinking the Chicago Bears are going to dominate this game. I think Matt Forte and Cutler are going to combine. I mean, for like no, – I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm liking Philly's game as well. Either I think it's going to be close. I don't yeah. think they're – I think it'll be a close game. Vegas got the number set at six and a half. I like Philadelphia all day long at six and a half. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts – Sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. Right on, my friends. Well, that wraps up the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. And we're going to move right along. And the reason being, because I'm excited, it's the midseason award show. We're going to start with, uh, if we may, Addison and LT. We're going to start with the best fantasy running back of the mid- at the midseason break. I'm going to throw a couple candidates out there, and let's just talk about it. You know, Matt Forte, Fred Jackson, and Adrian Peterson had some hell of the uh, first, first half of the season. Who do you guys have as your running back of the of Go ahead, LT. Take, feel this I mean, Matt Forte's been great. He's overperformed. you got to mention Fred Jackson. Huge over overperformer. You know, everyone knew AP was going to be up there. You didn't mention LaShawn McCoy. Oh wow, got to throw yep. him in there. Great call. Great, great call. I'm going. I think Matt Forte. I think Matt Forte is 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 so underrated and underpaid right now. Or I, mm-hmm. I mean, he is uh, he is Chicago's offense right now. Uh, he's I think was second in the league in all purpose yards. Um, I'm I'm really liking Matt Forte right now. Right on. I forgot to mention Ray Rice too. He's definitely up there. But my award for the first uh, the running back of the first part of the year would go to Fred Jackson. I think he's Mister Do Everything in Buffalo. He's the reason for that five and two record. So with that being said, couple good selections here for the running back of the year. Good job, guys. On to the next one, wide receivers. I think this one might be kind of easy. There's a couple good ones out there, but there's one guy that's still alone to me. Ad Rock, who you think? You know, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Wes Welker. I mean, I like what he's come off the knee off the knee surgery. I was not expecting him to put up the numbers that he has done so far this year coming back from that. Plus, he's like a five foot eight white boy in the NFL. I, I'm just I get excited seeing him play. I like Wes Welker. I think he is one of the Brady courses a great quarterback, but Welker's going across the middle in a tough league. I'm liking Wes Welker, and he's put up some serious numbers so far at this point. Good selection. And I'll and I'll go ahead. I will mention that I have Wes Walker and I think the fellow you're about to talk about in a minute on one of my squads, which is wonderful. You can win with just these two guys. They've wow. been great. What but a it, team. But it's worth mentioning Steve Smith is right, he's right up there. He's great a good call. season. 
Absolute great call, and I think uh, Wes Welker, Steve Smith, they all deserve a lot of praise, but nobody's come out the blocks like Calvin Johnson in Detroit. Megatron. The guy is doing – I mean, he's setting, he's making history right now, guys. So he would get my vote for wide receiver of the first part of the fantasy football year. On to the next one. Here we go. This one to me kind of seems easy, too. I'm going to throw it to you, LT. Tight end of the year so far. Oh, there's, uh, there's no question. I mean, you know – Jimmy Graham is getting the ball. I mean, Breeze loves him. He's, I think, five touchdowns, um, 700 yards receiving, 49 receptions. He's, you know, he's leading all tight ends so far this season by, by a good bit. Absolutely. He's yeah. been dominant. I'm going to have to I'm have second that. I think uh, Jimmy Graham, he's fifth in the league in receiving yards as a tight end. Wow. That is impressive Unreal. to say the least. I mean, I, I don't think there's any other uh, – no. no other candidate, really. No, Except for this one guy who, Addison, I cannot believe you didn't oh, mention. Oh, Mercedes it's Lewis. It's got to be Mercedes Lewis. All right, <laughs> guys. I mean, easily, my opinion, best tight end of the first half of the fantasy year, Mercedes Lewis. Let's go ahead and send him the gold medal. He deserves it. Way to go, Mercedes. Keep up the good work. All right, next up, my friends, we're going quarterback. Best quarterback of the fantasy first half of the year. LT. LT. Go ahead. I mean, I, again, I think there's there's a there's a there's a, a clear leader who I'm I'm going to leave alone for now. But I mean, you got to talk about Cam Newton. I mean, this is an unbelievable story. I mean, what, what is the uh, Panthers' record now? They've won one, one game. One win. One game, yeah, one yeah win. Cam Newton is your leading fantasy quarterback halfway through the season. Unreal. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. He got torn. He's one of those guys people didn't know how he was going to be this year. You know, you like Tebow, you like Newton. It's Newton all day long. Completely agree. Ad Rock. I'm going on a limb on this one because I think in your stats, you cannot – stats tell the story. I think quarterback right now is Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. You know why? Hmm. Who has – already has at this point four game-winning drives? Eli. If you take him away from the New York Giants right now, they don't have a team. He's third in passer rating, fourth in yards. You take – you combine all that, but the game-winning drives, you don't see – you don't see uh, Aaron Rodgers. That That's the key to a leader. When you lead your team down the field, when the game's on the line, and produce. He's had a good season. Four He's, game winning drives uh, you already. Can't disagree with that, Ad Rock. However, I think everybody thinks Aaron, well, in my opinion, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers, I mean, come on, true. quarterback, they're 7 0, the defending Super Bowl champions. If, if it weren't for a couple cats dropping some balls, the dude might have not, not have any incompletions. You know, he puts it right on the money. He's unbelievable. He's been awesome. So, quarterback, we all they're all good good fights for all three of these players. Yeah, go ahead. And we need to mention Drew Brees. He's he's right up there. Absolutely, Drew Brees. Great great mention to Drew Brees. Um, all right, good good calls there for running back, wide receiver, tight end, and quarterback. Let's move into one of these other superlative awards here. Let's start with the surprise fantasy performer of the year. Now, this is going to be fun. Surprise. Surprise fantasy performer of the year. The criteria would be a player that was drafted maybe mid 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 draft or late or maybe picked up on a waiver wire. There's a couple fantastic candidates. LD LT, give me a few. You've already mentioned him. He's my favorite, Fred Jackson. No question. He's wonderful. Well said, Ad Rock. Uh, I'm gonna go and stretch a little more because I like him. I picked him up and I like the way he's producing. I like Beanie Wells. Beanie Wells has performed more so than I thought he would so far this year. Not bad. I think uh, the the outstanding candidate who was actually on most waiver wires wasn't drafted has to be Cam Newton. Come on, you know, I mean, he's surprised. No, that there was that. I can't believe people. I'm gonna tell you the story. There's a guy in 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 one of these leagues that drafted. I don't know. He he got sick of playing try the all the stats games, so he picked two teams. He was gonna draft from. He drafted all Carolina Panthers <laughs> and all Cleveland Browns, and he has actually won three games this year. 
And wow. he started. Once Cam Newton went on fire, he, I mean, Cam Newton's been up you know, 25, 30 points every week. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that. Yeah, that, that is unbelievable. Um, I think in our Davey Drives a Hummer League, our friend Steven Sparks was really reaching for a quarterback in the draft, didn't get any, found Cam Newton week two on the waiver wire, and it's really propelled him. He's not leading the league or anything, but it's really helped his team a lot. So Cam Newton, Freddie Jackson, all these guys we're talking about, great uh, options for he surprise usually, fantasy provider of the year. He usually isn't leading the league. That was That's a good point. <laughs> a good clarification. <laughs> Very true, very true. All right, here's a great one here. This is the uh, category of overall bust of the fantasy year. This is very easy for me because about six of these guys are on my team right now. My entire team is made up of bust of the year. Uh, we'll throw this one at you, Ad Rock. You got a couple busts for us? Yeah, first one's going to be Peyton Hillis. I mean, Peyton Hillis oh, was, was horrible. And you know what? I think another one – this may be more a personal thing, but Sean Green. I think Sean Green has not done anything this year. He's a fir- I guarantee Sean Green was a first round pick in most leagues. If not first that, he second. was coming back. Oh. He was coming back on the second, on sec- first and second round. Sean Green and uh, and Peyton Hills are my two biggest busts this year. Great call, yeah. LT. There's no question in my mind. I mean, I think it's the story of the fantasy season so far. Chris Johnson. A top three pick in almost every league. Every league. A top number one pick in a lot of leagues. He was a number one pick in one of my leagues. I see him right now as being the 31st best running back. That's awful. He's averaging about six, seven, eight points a game. Mm -hmm. That's How many many million per yard? How many million per yard is that? (laughs) At least (laughs) 853,000. That's not good. And that's disappointing. And that's sinking some teams, right? Completely. When When you have your first your top pick, and you're not picking again until 24 or 22. To have that kind of performance out of Chris Johnson, well, that's about hurts. as bad as having like Mercedes Lewis's tight end right now. Great point, LT. Day. And even though I hate to do this, I'll throw one more out there. Philip Rivers was drafted probably top oh, wow. second round or early third, and he is. Perf- I mean, he's not even the top 15 quarterbacks right now. So if you drafted him, I hate to say it to an NC State Wolfpack guy, but Philip, come on, buddy. Let's get it together. Well done, guys, on the overall bust of the fantasy year. How about this category? Let's move to the MVP of the first eight weeks of the season. A lot of candidates here. LT, give me a couple. Uh, MVP, I mean, I, I'm going to go with uh, – I mean, we, we haven't mentioned uh, Adrian Peterson in a little bit. Oh, great call. And he's, you know, he's, he's – unlike Chris Johnson, he's a top, you know, two or three pick that's really performed right where you would expect them to be, and that's, you know, pretty amazing. Uh, 18, 19 points a game as a running back. That's pretty good. I like it. Ed Rock. You know, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Calvin Johnson this year. I mean, he's setting some records left and right. I think uh, Detroit would not be anywhere without him right now. Uh, Javon Best has kind of fizzled out. They're kind of floundering at the, uh, at the uh, run position. You take him away, they've got nothing. I mean, he's talk, you're talking 11 touchdowns already through halfway through the season. Wow, very, very impressive. I'll throw out a couple for my MVP, too. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers gets it done week in and week out. But, again, I'll say this. As I mentioned, the, the running back, who I thought was the best of the year, I think Fred Jackson has earned – the potential to be the MVP of the year. Uh, catching balls out of the backfield, bunch of touchdowns, running great out of the backfield. So, anyway, all good candidates for MVP of the first eight weeks. And let's throw in Matt Forte. We can't. We got to give him props. Got to give Matt Forte props. Good call, Ad Rock. I we, like that we Matt also, Forte. We too. also wanted to mention some of the injuries that have really changed the season. Yes. Uh, Peyton Manning, the oh, second best Manning this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's worth mentioning, when most people were having their drafts, he was having neck issues. Yeah. And people risk. I mean, people that's, about, that's about as bad as writing in Randy Moss. Yeah. 
when he was retired. It's just, and I don't know somebody. I, did, did you hear about somebody doing that? People, yeah. I mean, who, who, oh, uh, no comment. Okay, that's one. People hear. went with Manning because because of the name. Even though you know he had these neck issues, and that's really hurt their teams. Obviously, Jamal Charles is another Absolutely. person that's really Absolutely. been has affected a lot of teams. Yeah, Andre Johnson too going out week three. He's been out for four weeks. That's really really hurt as well. So yeah, good call there, uh, LT. I like that a lot. And the last category we have is kind of an interesting category. We received uh, a lot of emails the past couple of weeks, and uh, we polled our audience who had, out of the leagues that you're in, who had the worst draft of 2011. And we got a lot of feedback, but the three that really stood out were uh, representing from the Davy Drives a Helmer League in Hickory, North Carolina. Unfortunately, yours truly, Chad East, owner of Return of the Chad Eye. This is what I did, ladies and gentlemen. I drafted. Andre Johnson and Vic won two, and then went to go get D'Angelo Williams, Michael Tom- Michael Williams, Greg Olson, oh Delone Carter, and Daniel Thomas. And yes, I said you be taking out shot. <laughs> I also try to grab. This is what really killed my team. I grabbed Matt Stafford in week eight, so I had Vic and Stafford. Think I can I, I would use one as trade bait. It never came to fruition. So Stafford's been sitting on my bench gathering 40 points a game while I've been starting Vic. So unfortunately, I start out at 1-7. and seven. So representing, Davey drives a Hummer, return of the chat out as the nominee one. LT, you got a nominee there, I believe. This, this is really unbelievable. It's a great story. Uh, this fellow's name is Henry Oakey out of Charlottesville, Virginia. He's a proud Virginia graduate. His team name is the Stonewall Brigade, and this is out of Battle Dome. Um, li- listen to this. This was an auction-style format, which is a great format. If any of you uh, are in leagues that are interested in it, it's a great format. It's a lot of fun. So the, so the order is a little bit different. Um, but his, his most expensive player, Greg Jennings, Steven Jackson. Here's where it gets interesting. Ben Roethlisberger, LeGarrette Blunt, Santonio Holmes, Jay Cutler, and Josh Freeman. Now, I don't know if you, what you noticed, what you should have picked up on there, is that there was three quarterbacks in his top seven picks. That's a no-no. Three quarterbacks in his top seven picks. It's not ideal. To compound, if that, was, if that draft wasn't <laughs> bad enough, to compound his problems, he then dropped his best quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, who had a little bit of a rocky start to the season. Mm-hmm. But it's then, since... Um, come on, unbelievably strong. After week four, he has really been on fire. He really has. Been a great quarterback. He, so he dropped Ben Roethlisberger. Someone else in the league picked him up, picked up Ben Roethlisberger, and has been trying to trade him back. <laughs> I love it. I love okay? it. Okay? Yes. But he's so, and really, frankly, it makes sense for him because he's got no, you know, I said Jake Cutler, Freeman. I mean, he's got nothing there, yeah. even though he drafted three running quarterbacks. Wow. Pretty awful draft. It's not the way you want to do it, Jed. Pretty strong nominee there, LT. Well done on that. Uh, nominee three, representing Raleigh, North Carolina, Sugars League. This is Team Crunk, Crunk Juice owner Chad Link. This is what he started with, my friends. He went Darren McFadden. He drafted 14th in a 14-team uh, league. McFadden, not bad. On the turn, he went Peyton Manning. Coming back around, Marcus Colston followed by D'Angelo Williams, and it continues to worsen. All right, My man is sitting at 0-8. He has not sniffed victory yet. He has not scored over 56 points yet, okay? Wow. His cur- his cur- and he tried. His- He's trying on the trip. I love this guy, too. He was my roommate for years and years in college. I mean, he's a smart guy, but when nice it comes guy. to fantasy, the dude is terrible. His starting quarterback now is Curtis Painter. 
<laughs> if you ever start starting Curtis Rapunzel, Maynard, Rapunzel. you know it's not good. So, Chad, I love you, buddy, but you are a nominee for the worst draft of the 2011 Fantasy Football League. Ad Rock, I think we have one more nominee. We got one more. You know, I'm not sure about the draft order, but uh, coming out of the uh, uh, Jay Get Off the Mic League is, is my boy and your blood, Chad, uh, Jeremy East. He's sitting at 2-6 and six right now, 11th place. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm going back to a draft night. I think he drafted four straight receivers in the first four rounds, three, three or four straight receivers. Uh, he's got Tony. Now, look at his lineup now. It's not bad. Yeah, it is. I thought it was going to be. Tony Romo, who's about the 10th-ranked quarterback. You got Hakeem Nix, who catches balls. Manny Ham's getting more looks. Brandon Jacobs is riding the pine the last two games. Jackie Battle. Is one of the starting running backs. <laughs> Stevie Johnson out of Buffalo, which looks not a bad pick. Then he's got on his bench Peyton Hillis, LaDamian Thompson. I'm so, yeah, your team's butt, dude. I'm, I mean, I, I love my boy to death, but man, he's, he's made the playoffs the last couple of years, but this year it's not even going to happen. Mm, thank you, Ad Rock. So we've got four really solid nominees there. What would I like the, to ask the audience to do today? Hit us up, info at the mesh.tv. Tell us whose team. Whose draft really was the worst out of those four? Again, the nominees, we've got Return of the Chad Eye from Hickory, North Carolina, Stonewall Brigade from Charlottesville, Virginia, Crunk Juice from Raleigh, North Carolina, and what you talking about, Hillis from Hickory. Ladies and gentlemen, hit us on that info at TheMesh.dv and tell us who, what draft you think was the worst. Also, also, Chad, make sure they can contact. They won't have a call-in voice or call-in uh, voicemail uh, number. A2A, Chad, could you please turn your cell phone off while I'm recording this I'm important show? Guy. I'm a popular guy, man. LT, I'm sorry. This is, I know we're acting unprofessional with Chad's cell phone on, but I'm sorry about that. <laughs> All right, again, the, to, uh, the not toll-free number, because that's how we roll up here, is 828-619-0048. 828-619-0048. Leave us a nice comment or, uh, or something regarding your fantasy team, and we'll put you on the air. Remember, let's keep it clean, Addison. Let's yes, keep it clean. most definitely. LT, go ahead. It, I just want to say it's been a real – Amazing experience seeing how the magic happens here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. LT, we're so glad to have you. And we'd like to have you maybe back at the later part of the year. We'll talk some more fantasy did, did football. Did good enough? Y'all you did a fantastic, fantastic job. Fantastic job. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Remember, check us out on iTunes or Google us at TheMesh.TV. We're looking forward to hearing from you next time. Until then, Ad Rock. Who day, baby. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.